Hello and welcome to another podcast. I've got Tanya Corpy McLeod here with me today. Tanya, I you, your success in business has been quite admirable. And Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, you know, through the experiences in our lives, that's typically successful people. I mean, they've had lots of fails. Oh, yes. And... The success is usually just a honing piece of a bunch of failures. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, boy. We, if you had longer podcast, I could tell you lots of them. <laughs> yeah, and I've tried to keep a lot of mine at bay, but I do spit a lot of mine out over time. <clears throat> yeah. uh, but for today, let's talk about you. Let's oh, talk about joy. Right, right, right. That that's what I get to do. <laughs> I know that. Uh, we've had some conversations about some of the things that you've done mm-hmm. and you feel like, uh, you know, I'm re- I remember, in fact, one day asking you the question about what, what are some of the, as we were designing, putting mm-hmm. this together, what are some of the things that you've done that were just like, oh, I should have never done that. But uh, today... I have one in particular that... Um, it kind of came from this idea of sort of tough love for myself and I'm going to take my own medicine and then I'm going to face my fears. And that sounds like a really, really great idea on the fir- surface, but, um, let's, let's call it a bomb. A let's bomb. call it a major, major fail. Okay. This so, is a good one. I yeah, can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, I researched design and message. I've always done that really, really well. So, um, I decided that, um, for my marketing company, I identified my ideal customer size they are, what they do, what they sell, you know, geographically. So I really went into a lot of detail on this. And I, I spent like an entire eight hour day. Um, At the time, did you have customers? I had lots did? of customers, and, mm-hmm. but I knew that I needed to get some business development off the ground okay. because my, my business was in decline. Ah, okay. So I needed some new customers. Business development, a good piece. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I needed some Finding new customers. New customers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I identified what does an ideal customer look like? I mean, that's perfect research. Great idea. Um, I designed, you know, what, how we could serve them, all of those things. Um, I got my messaging in order. Um, so I identified these 10 companies. I went on LinkedIn and I figured out, you know, who could refer me to them in the future and everything that I needed to know. I wrote 10 letters to these companies. The letters had how I felt that I could help them, things that were going on with those companies. So they clearly saw that I'd done my research. I knew who I was addressing it to. So these letters were really carefully written. I spent five business days on this whole process. Mm. And in the letter at the end, I said, you know, thank you whomever by name for, for taking your time to read this. If I don't hear from you, I'm going to call you next Tuesday at 3.30. And I, I even put the times, you know, in each of the letters differently. So I was going to sit down on my desk and I was going to make all these calls. Were they emails? Were they No, ma- they, were, they were written letters. Good. They Good. were written letters that, you know, I signed and I put a lot of energy into this. And I'm sure that whoever got them had to have been impressed because, it, you know, there's a lot of time into right. it. Right. So you did actually take that action. I, I really did. Yeah. I, and, and I, I okay, did. Okay, cool. So then, um, you know, Tuesday comes around and I'm having to do my first phone call. And let me actually back up a little bit and say that phone calls are the thing in the world that I hate the most. If it's between bamboo shoots under my fingernails <laughs> or a phone call, I will stop and think. <laughs> I hate them. That's pretty serious. Yeah. And I think a lot of the reason I hate them is because I don't, um, I get a lot of information from you know, nonverbal communication. And mm. I like to mm-hmm. get more of that. And mm-hmm. when I'm talking on the phone, sometimes I feel like I'm like two steps behind. I don't know. Ah. I just, I just don't feel comfortable with it. 
So anyway. certainly it's limiting. Yeah. Phone call is limiting yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, That's why a lot of people have gone to video conferencing and And yeah, I mean, and even those are, are a little bit better, but I just, I really prefer a face-to-face or mm-hmm. written. Um, but anyway, Tuesday came and I, my mouth started to get real dry. My hands started to sweat. I decided I would just lay down on the couch in my office just for a minute. So you had a scheduled time. I had a scheduled time and I burned. It was on your calendar and everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been all day getting nervous about it. And then, uh, yeah, I'm even shaking Mm. right now. Um, (laughs) and then the first one rolled through and I watched the clock and then the second one rolled through and I watched the clock and the third and the fourth. And I did not make a single phone call. I did not make one single phone call. I did all of that work for myself, all that research, everything, very carefully. And I just sat and looked at the clock rather than make a phone call. Um, I, 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 I mean, I am so appalled at myself for doing that, but at the same time, I kind of understand it. And I even heard from a mutual acquaintance about a year and a half later that they had spoken about me and wondered why I hadn't called. Oh, ouch. Ouch is right. And who knows how much business you potentially lost there. I know that there's some. Uh-huh. And All right. So you got caught. You got caught on the action phase there. Uh, you, the fear of the acting uh, in, that, in that particular setup. Because you maybe did research, design, message, act by putting that in. And the research, that, design, and message was really, really good, by the way. Uh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> um, I've seen your stuff. Um, and, but you know what? I think maybe you really might have... I mean, if I were looking at this mm-hmm. now, I mean, mm-hmm. it's easy for me to, uh, you know, from a coaching standpoint. But come on, give it to say, me. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you really dig into your message, and, and part of your message is your self-talk. Yeah, actually. And your visualization. Yeah, yeah. And I know that, I mean, getting over fears, I mean, that's a big fear for you, obviously, mm-hmm. is, is making the phone call. Yeah. And perhaps, we don't have to go through it today, but perhaps it goes way back. Maybe there was something that happened that stimulated this from way back. Who knows? Yeah. And maybe it's a culmination of things, you know? Um, I, I know that uh, when I very first got my very first cell phone, mm-hmm. for example, and I was, I was loving the fact that I'm driving down the road using the cell phone, the thing was like weighed about 25 pounds and it sit on my, my dash. <laughs> and, you know, if you went around the corner too fast, it'd slide off and practically smash the window. Yeah, knock your teeth out. Right. So <laughs> it was the brick. Um, the... And it had such a delay mm-hmm. um, that I just got to the point where I didn't like it either. Yeah. I didn't like using the phone either. Today yeah. we use a lot of other tools, you know, yeah. we message, we, we text, we email, we do all those things. But phone calling, not it, my thing. nonetheless, it's not your thing. But messaging, mm-hmm. I think one of the key things that you maybe would have helped you is if you actually saw yourself making that phone call. Yeah, I if didn't you actually do that. visualized yourself at for four o'clock or whatever time you were going to be doing this, making that phone call and observing the person picking up the phone or observing the person who would pick up the phone for them and, and developing that message of how that was going to go. I think you're, you're absolutely right because what I was instead thinking all day was, Oh crap, I have to make a phone call. And that was what I was feeding. Well, there's nothing wrong with, I mean, we all have fears. Mm-hmm. We all we all have them because and we all have limitations. Um, there, and I try to help people understand 
personally, mm-hmm. a lot of the limitations and fears that I've had, I've either found somebody else to do it for me <laughs> or, you know, yeah. or um, have figured out another way around it. Right. You know, for example, I mean, if you woke up one day and found out that a big sinkhole had happened on the main road that you take to go from your place to important meetings such as your office mm-hmm. each day, are you going to say, well, that pothole or that sinkhole is there and I'm going to figure out how to get through that thing, you know? I'm going to power are, through I'm it. I'm going to power through it. Are you going to do that? Probably yeah, not, right? right. You're going to figure out a way around it. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I think if we view our fears, we view that in that, in that context, in that way, it's an easier way to get us through it. What are some, some things looking back that you maybe could have done? Well, I mean, I, I think you're, I think you're so right on that. And that was, I really was just in this prevailing notion of you've got to be, you know, tough and, and face your fears. And I think in some way, I think that I let that attitude set me up for failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I know better. I absolutely know better. And I think we just, you know, you, you get caught on some like stupid piece of advice that you just have to hammer through. So that, <laughs> That's what that is. I think what I could have and should have done, first of all, is not put myself in a situation where I had to make a phone call. I didn't have anybody on my team that wanted to do that because I think my fear bled all over them. Um, But other ways to have done that, I mean, frankly, I would have rather driven to their location and showed up. Mm. I don't, you know, that's, that's weird, but I guess I just need to think more creatively. Yeah. I mean, it's like this. I mean, if you were, you well, you've lived in other countries before, yeah, yeah. so you understand the, the the value and the power of a foreign language, learning sure, yeah, a different yeah. language, and you've mastered actually learning other languages, which is very cool. Thank you. I like that. Um, and so, but it, when you first came to the country, the, the the first country you went to, and you didn't understand the language, but you needed to understand what was going on. How did you? Yeah, I mean, even, well, I, like, signed a mortgage in Dutch. That's a pretty scary thing to do. That is a scary (laughs) thing to do. Um, But the, you know, there were a couple of different ways around that. One of them is if you were in a situation and people were talking, I could certainly look like I knew more than I knew just by going, I'm pretty sure we're talking about potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Just smile and nod. (laughs) But when you talk about, you know, signing a mortgage and that kind of thing, you have to rely on others um, to kind of help you with that and you have to have more of a, stru- a trust network and structure with that um, so it, it's yeah you need to uh, well I think that you know one of the biggest biggest things is um, you have um, I just want I just want to dig in for a couple of more minutes here mm-hmm. on this particular topic today because you have you know, the the fear thing that that people deal with every day, yeah. and this whole failure thing that yeah, we as deal a result. with yeah. as a result, and really, their reject it's rejection or, or internal rejection, mm-hmm. and you know, and we could go down a whole bunch of different lanes here. We could talk about you know doing proper visualization. We could do yeah. proper yeah. you know Visualize. setting yourself up, and but if you look at the hacks, sure, and and I think what. The initial conversations mm-hmm. that I've had with many people about um, you, you utilizing these six components, well, it, we it's not about you know the, the you we've talked before about micro and macro. We've also talked about 
in particular so for example if i were looking at the closing sales closing process mm-hmm. for example with somebody and i'm working with them even when you get to the important point of engagement mm-hmm. and you're working through let's say you're working through a contractor you're working through negotiation yeah well there's a whole microcosm of research design yeah. message that's going into just that segment yeah you're absolutely absolutely right and i think you know Let's talk about me some more, but back back to my Okay, example. let's get back to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the research design message, act, engage, grow. I did not apply that to myself. And that, you know, to your contractor example is, is a really good one. So I, I, Tanya, said this is the process that I want McLeod to use, but I didn't apply the process to myself to say, is this something that Tanya Corpy McLeod can do? Right. And instead I just went, ah, she's tough, she can do it, go, you know, and kind of shove myself out there. And that wasn't very kind to myself. Right, yes. Um, and, I, and I failed, surprise, surprise. But if I had run this on myself, so what research, what am I good at? Where do I shine? Mm, and why the heck yeah. would I put a salesperson out for my own company doing something that she's really terrible at, mm-hmm. like making phone calls? <laughs> <laughs> right. So that, and that's a role, understanding the roles yeah. and responsibilities of, of your team right. in order for your success to happen. Right. And the only way you're going to get there is by going through some research with And that. knowing what that team member is really good at. Exactly. Now you can create a plan yeah. and design that plan for who's going to do what. Right. And hold those roles and responsibilities. This right. is great. And I, I think that's something that a lot of business owners, I mean, I learned a lot from this. And the way that I got out of it was, you know, hiring a coach. And I ended up making a ton of changes to my business very, very quickly because that coach uh, pointed out some hard truths that I wasn't making changes in my business because I didn't need to. Because I had another business that was supporting it. Okay, if you don't mind, I want to hear about this. Okay. But let's take a break. Okay, we'll sure. We'll come right back and we'll dig into this piece, okay? okay? Great. Thanks. Okay, we're back. Let's continue down this road. I'm very interested in how later, mm-hmm. which was not not much like, later, not much later. Yeah. After you did this process of yeah, spending so much time and then setting this all up and then uh-huh. and feeling well, I had to go through about a week of feeling like um, dirt and a total failure and all of those things. Um, but then uh, somebody recommended a coach to me. So you did something about it. I did do something about it. It took me a week of licking my wounds, but, um, and wounds that really shouldn't have been there in the first place. I mean, I, anyway, um, but yes, yeah, so you hired I, a coach or I hired first of all, actually I tried out a coach okay. and uh, she, she gave me a little introductory session and she said that, um, you know, she kind of went through the basics of my business. And one of the things that she uncovered was, um, I had, uh, still have, but I, I had multiple businesses and, um, this particular business was doing quite poorly, obviously, um, and it was being uh, subsidized, let's call it, by the other business. Mm-hmm. And when the coach that I worked with um, heard this, uh, she stopped dead mid-sentence and she said, oh, well, you're never going to fix this. And I said, what? She said, you're never going to fix this because you don't have to. And I was deeply offended. It was like she, <laughs> just, you were. she just punched me in the solar plexus. How dare you say that I'm never going to fix this? So, you know, I got did all that. Um, but yeah, it was really dumb. I was paying a rent that was way too high. I was holding on to employees that I, you know, just felt too bad to get rid of, whatever. So this sucker punch, I'll call it, um, it, in 10 weeks, I moved out of downtown to a mm-hmm. cheaper location. Okay. I swapped out uh, an employee 
um, for a less expensive one. I actually swapped out a different employee for a more expensive one who could do some of the things that I couldn't do, which was absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then with that same coach, I actually um, had a super good experience. I joined a mastermind group. Have you ever heard of something like that? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Love uh, it. Um, yeah, it's such a cool concept. So Were these like-minded <clears throat> people, people who are in business uh, um, themselves that were... Yeah, it was really cool because um, that, that business that I was working with was a service business. It was it was marketing business. Um, everybody in the mastermind group, there were five of us total. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all uh, running service businesses. Um, we were all over the world. Um, there was somebody in Germany, there was somebody in Australia, and the rest of us were in America. Um, and basically what the goal well we had a we had a final exam i'll put that in air quotes um i think we worked together for six months and our final exam was a two-week vacation as in two weeks away from our businesses oh okay that we weren't allowed to check that this was part of your final exam this this was the final exam so that's what we kind of signed up for that you're going to go through this process and at the end you're going to take a vacation because that's what it was about Um, and what was that length of time for that process then six months six months to, to get your to business get. into a position that it was running without you so that you're not responsible for business development. You're not responsible for any of these things. You're responsible for kind of taking it over. And it was a really, really great experience um, to both, you know, we kind of ended up coaching each other, the participants, because we, we contacted each other outside of it. Um, the coach gave really great assignments that we all did together, and then she, she actually worked with the assignments um, as well, so you've got a lot of kind of one-on-one stuff. But what it really, really taught me was going back through, I hate to be this way, but I, it really taught me that going back through the hex is where it's at. Um, that So you probably paid a decent amount of money for this coaching. I did, and you know what? Um, I didn't, I was embarrassed about the amount of money that I spent, but now I look back at it, it was a drop in the bucket for what I got out of it. It was really, mm-hmm really yeah. really useful for me and I think um, it was really useful for the other participant I mean I know it was for them working with the coach directly but for us to work with each other was really really useful um, and to have that part outside, of that is the, uh, the accountability well the accountability and the outside um, view. view yeah yeah um, for her to point out that I was never going to fix my rent situation I had all sorts of reasons in my head <clears> for why I couldn't fix that for somebody just to boldly say well, you're not fixing it because it's going to require too much energy on your side. Well, that's... <laughs> so it looks like, I mean, the first thing is, is you took it into a self-sustaining business, number one. And then, yes. so you, you brought your... Not only self-sustaining, but I sold it last year. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. So you were able to take it, so you are able to get your expenditures in line with what your actual revenue mm-hmm. source was coming in, mm-hmm. which is very important. Right. And then at that point, you take that pressure off. That allows you to now start looking at what do I need to do to, to grow the business so right. that, you know, get more customers, right. um, increase prices, you know, take the existing customer base I have and find more, yeah. you know, all it, of those things, all of the above, maybe offer a couple of different services that are different that you could provide as a new product line or something. Yeah. But, and actually the coaching that you did with my team on that was really, really helpful um, because it helped them see that it, this is not just a like one Business profitability as a yeah. concept is not just like a single lane. Right. It comes all over the place and it's you know saving time, it's saving money, it's getting more customers. As you say, it's raising your prices. You really opened my eyes to a lot of that stuff. Okay, good. Well, the, and, and 
you you started to say something and I want to, I want our listeners to understand that I don't believe necessarily that it has to be that complicated. I don't believe that necessarily ha- I believe that and I know that the end all answer is never just, you know, study it, the hex or yeah, I've got the, the answer is never simple. No, yeah. no, no, no. And 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 I don't have all the answers either, right. you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just You'll the tell way me it what is. You do, though. I I will tell you all the answers I have <laughs> okay. that might be able to help you. But I w- and you know the, the the key here is is that you started to say if I'd had the hex, how do you what do you mean by that? I think if I'd had the hex and I had consciously applied it because I had mm-hmm. the hex and I mean I think that this is the hex is definitely something that I have used mm-hmm. subconsciously a whole lot. Yeah. But I didn't <clears throat> apply it to myself. Yeah, this and isn't I, anything new. This is just no. well put into defined manner. And you've touched on it too, but like the the self-talk and the message that you give to yourself, I have held my, at that time, I was holding myself outside of this, like, I'm, you know, iron-willed and super, super strong, and whatever task I set myself with, I'm going to accomplish it. Well, baloney. (laughs) Um, You know, and making phone calls is an example of something I'm just not good at it, not going to do, so why do that? But understanding yourself and all of the tools that you use and using that hex to make sure that you're you know, when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. <laughs> what What is the kind of tool that you actually need, and mm-hmm. how can you apply it? Does that answer? Your oh, it question? does. Yeah, and and so it kind of brings me to this whole full circle thing about knowing what your strengths are, knowing mm-hmm. what your weaknesses are, and identifying the people. We've talked about even you know identifying the right people to to wear the right shoes mm-hmm. to be in, in, so to speak, the and right butts in the right seats. Is the right butts in the right seats, right butts and, right <laughs> um, and and utilizing, you know, these these tools to be able to find those people to make sure that you're doing what you should be doing. And maybe you're a visionary person. Maybe, and I think you today, as I've watched you in business, you've evolved into that that role. And maybe it's it's an evolutionary process that's always kind of been there for you, but you didn't have the ability to really exercise it because you were in the trenches so much, doing focusing on all these other things that, and it causes you to get burned out. It causes you to not totally. like what. It's, totally, totally. You know, you, you come into it, like, for example, you come into a business, you, people, we, we, and I've done this many times, to start a business, and I've started a lot of businesses, you know, and, and many times I've gotten into the business going, why did I do this? Yeah. Now, part of that is just part of the process. Yeah. You you're, know, if, you're going to, you're going to have days where you think, what was I thinking? Yeah. And if you don't experience that, then. You know, then you're not paying attention. You're not paying attention and you don't care. You know, But if you really care about your business, you're going to have that. Mm-hmm. Ups and downs, the mm-hmm. ebbs and flows, the feelings of doubt. All that yeah. I have feelings of doubt. Yep. You know, and you Every, know, yep. we, we all have that. Why didn't I just do a franchise business? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think the key is with doubt and negativity and all those things, I've always said, it's the, it's the period of time that you spend on it. Yep. That you give it. Yeah. Uh, versus, you know... Um, actually having it mm-hmm. you know the difference between the successful people many times is somebody it causes them it c- creates personality function for them right as opposed to it's just a situation yeah and it's 30 seconds it's gone what's the next thing so f- f- being able to use the hacks mm-hmm. to look at the next thing mm-hmm. okay did I do my research mm-hmm. did I do um, my design so if we were to look at you 
okay, if I'm going to trim my costs and get my business, let's talk about with a coach mm-hmm. that you had taking your business. You, you mentioned you lowered your rent. Mm-hmm. You mentioned you maybe, I don't know. I swapped you, out a couple employees. Okay, so swapped out some employees. So you had to get rid of somebody and bring in somebody else mm-hmm. that was better suited for. Well, yeah, it was actually a, swapping out skill sets. I don't mean to okay. sound like a jerk, but that, that was in essence what it was. I okay. needed something stronger here and, and something not as strong in another spot. Exactly. So I, I made my expenditures match my requirements. Well, there's one thing that you that, that you would look at with that, and that is, and actually, this could also go into engaging in your business and mm-hmm. knowing a little bit more about what's going on in your business. Yeah. And that is part of growing the business. And sometimes growing the business is cutting. Sometimes yeah. growing the business is moving it to a different location. Sometimes yep. growing the business is all of these things, right? Yep. So if you if you really and and we I try not to get anybody get hung up on does this fit in this section of well, don't, don't get you, the difference between a coloring outside the lines business and a coloring inside the lines business. And again, so marketing thing can be that very disruptive thing. Exactly. And when you are disrupting, and that's really terrific. You also have to be, have to be prepared to pivot, pivot. on a dime. And pivoting, you know, you, you're nimble or you're fast. You can be nimble and fast or you can, you know, have the resources that you need and not. There's always a trade-off. Yeah, there is. And, uh, and certainly when you're dealing with smaller companies, corporations, and on down to solopreneurs, one of the things, I love the concept of pivoting. I always have to be careful because I think of my basketball days back in the, yeah. as I was a kid. It's like you can over pivot too. You can spread it. You, you, really you can right. <laughs> and uh, and a pivot is a pivot. It's not it's not designed to be a complete turnaround. Right? Right. Exactly. And, um, and sometimes you need that. But in this case, you did that. You had to do. You had I to, had do, to do some quite pivoting. A, quite I had a bit to of pivoting. Change and, what my what the um, kind of talents were that the agency offered, um, and I needed to be a lot more responsive to my customer base currently and future and anticipating those needs. So that, I mean, those kinds of service businesses, whether you're big or you're freelance or whatever, it's challenging and you have to kind of full circle to our conversation. You do have to play all of the roles at some mm-hmm. point. And that was a real challenge mm-hmm. for me in starting um, McLeod, the advertising agency was at the beginning, I was chief cook and bottle washer. I yeah. did the billing, I did the work, I did the writing, I did the sales, I did everything. And as you grow and become more than that, and I think this is really important for a lot of your listeners that are solopreneurs, yes. you have to prepare, and it's a good idea to use the hex to prepare for when you're not the only one doing exactly. all of that stuff. And that's something that I did not do with McLeod, is I just was like, oh, I can finally hire somebody to do that, but I'm still, I'm McLeod. And I think that's a real dangerous attitude. So part to of letting go. It was a lot of letting of... letting go, and also letting go of my vision of McLeod. Um, you know, my vision of McLeod doesn't mean that everything has to be in my handwriting. You know right. what I mean? And right, that, right. I realized that was kind of a crazy idea that I had. Was if my name's on it, it has to be of me. Well, you can't scale a business like that. It's a big challenge for I've found with most founders of companies. Yeah. You know, and we we've like the control issue. Yeah, what you know? got you there won't what got you here won't get you there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And understanding at what point that is. And maybe sometimes people make those adjustments too quickly, but mm-hmm. you'll know. I yeah. mean now as you look at McLeod mm-hmm. at that that business you sold the business, mm-hmm. um, you still have some input and consulting that you do with mm-hmm. them and thankfully yeah, you know, we were able to meet, and um, I'm very grateful for our relationship on building and growing a business. And 
and I like that team, you know, mm-hmm. McLeod that they have. It sounds, it looks like they have, you know. Yeah, they've is. they've really taken they've kind of taken my vision and they kept the name, which I think is really cool. But they have taken the vision and made it and applied it to um, social media and a lot of other things. And so that is, um, I think, one thing I can look at McLeod and be very proud of is I ultimately it took me a while but I ultimately created a vision that others could buy into and contribute to and carry forward it doesn't require me and so many times I mean just stepping back um, I'm sure that McLeod is a very exciting business for you today just you know just to watch it your baby go goose it every now and (laughs) then maybe throw uh, something at it or bring a client to the company or Mm -hmm. customers that maybe otherwise you wouldn't have gotten but now Mm -hmm. you can I don't know you know I think that having that so it's a it's a it's an evolving never evolving situation an ever evolving vision you're 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 probably in a role right now that maybe a few years ago you never saw yourself no in. i couldn't have imagined no yeah and look what it's done and it doesn't take that long yeah. I'm, I'm talking only about four years from my my fail was in uh i think february 15. okay so just four years yeah to today to today um, and, well like and really june july yeah, is when i sold it so in about Three years. Yeah. In um, three years, it was viable without me. Right. And I'm sure that when you came off of that fail, <laughs> you probably <laughs> yeah, but you probably thought it was probably over for you. At some point, you probably thought, oh my gosh. While I was nursing my cotton mouth on the uh, couch of my office, I was thinking, okay, who's going to buy the desk? How am I? I mean, I was literally dismantling my business. How stupid. Yeah. To sit, well, I could have been making the phone calls. Instead, I sat on my couch and mentally dismantled my entire business. Perusing all the things that uh, were going wrong and wasn't working and whatever. And, and just feeling worse by mm-hmm. the nanosecond. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that, that you were able to you know, get a get coach and, yeah. and get, it, get on the other side of it and get this thing turned around. And, and I'm very grateful for that because um, I, I love that business. Okay. Okay. Um, Tanya, that's a wrap. Cool. I think I, we, this can, I, can, I, can I come back another time? I would love to have <laughs> you back another time. Thank you so much. And thank um, you. enjoy um, the rest of the day. And thank you, listeners. Uh, and Tanya, I'm sure we'll get together again. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Be sure to go to mattlevittonline.com. Sign up for the free email newsletter. This is where you're going to get weekly how-tos business commentary, and more. That's mattlevittonline.com, M-A-T-T-L-E-A-V-I-T-T, online.com. Go do it today.